Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, brand new Bang and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. Today's I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live from Nueva Yorker. That's uh, Spanish for those of you who are not bilingual like me. The young shooter is joining me, and I don't need to explain greatness because this is a great, fantastic, hard-hitting, museum-quality I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast off with something real funky. See, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's fucking go. Yes! Hmm. Brand new Bang and I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is in Sukasa. Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the King of Kashmir, a.k.a. Captain Kaleidos from the Caucasus Mountains, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Raging Bull Shitter. And you're now rocking with the very, very best, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. And as you might have heard at the beginning of the podcast, I am coming live from Nueva York. That's Spanish for those of you out there who are not as bilingual as me. And I got my guy, the young shooter, hailing from Los Angeles, California. He's in Los Angeles, California, and he actually hails, born and bred, 
I don't know that's anything to brag about. Born and bred from Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the zone of disruption, the Iron Dome boom of disruption. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Uh, Dean, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to you, to my to you, my friend. Hachsmeya, right? Yes, my friend. You look good. You look. Uh, you look oh. good. Your hair looks good. I don't know if I like that background for you. We are recording. Uh, on video because the I am Rapport stereo podcast needs to be, you know, video isn't even the word. This is just the, we need to be like, is there anything bigger, better, stronger, broader young shooter than 3d? Cause 3d, I don't even think is really up to snuff for what we're doing here. Is there anything better? Like four bit, six bit. I don't know what, I don't know what the next best thing is, but I know that we're in that 4k. We look fantastic. I mean, I look, you have a whole studio. I'm recording live from uh, my bedroom. So I know you're, you're talking about my backdrop. I can't do anything. I live in my kitchen. Uh, this is the backdrop I'm working with today. I'm I know, just but waiting. the color, the color of the backdrop, the black shirt with the dark gray backdrop. I believe that's dark gray. It might yeah. be, it might, excuse me. Excuse me. It might be good for auditions, and I know you have an audition that I want to talk about to play yeah. a, 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 some sort of New Yorker. Um, it might be good for that, but for the podcast, it's kind of gl- it's kind of glum, and it's also the holiday season. I said, I, did I say Happy Hanukkah? Yeah, you did. I mean, do you want me to change my shirt? I have a blue shirt. Like, I mean, is that really that? Do you have a blue shirt you? standing by? Yeah, I could go get like or a bright green shirt. Would that be better? I don't know if I need bright green, but do you have a blue shirt? You know, it's fine. I have a blue shirt if you wanted me to wear it. Go, go, go get your blue shirt. Go okay. get your blue shirt because I got to be honest, guys. I know uh, the listeners of the I Am Rap Poor Stereo Podcast, if you're not watching this on video, looking at my guy with his uh, black shirt and his black background and it's the holidays, it feels sort of, you know, down and out in Beverly Hills. It, it doesn't feel bright, chummy. We're heading into December. You know, I want everybody to finish up the year strong. Is that the shirt? Yeah, man. I just thought I'd lighten it up. I guess the other one was a little depressing. Yeah, that's fine. You know what? Next time, Wait, I'll, what, I mean, dude. Excuse me. Excuse me. Next time, I'll send you like I'll send you like a. You send me pictures like a wardrobe. You know, when you're doing a film, they send pictures of like, oh, this outfit, that outfit, and the, and the director approves it. We're going to start approving your your outfits. Well, I'm not so impressed with what you have on, to be honest. It's with a you. cashmere sweater from Ron Herman. Shout out to my guy, the Jake Lamata of Ron Herman. My guy over there, I don't want to say his name, but he's the Jake Lamata of Ron Herman. He's also a fantastic fan of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Since we're speaking about um dress codes, I gotta show you something, Dean. Sure. I have I have the first edition test press. Of the fake Kurt Cobain T-shirt, which I know a lot of people ordered, they are on the way. This is this isn't even the final edition. This is a test pressing. Like you've ever seen like records, like it'll be like Prince 1999 test pressing. Yeah. Or like the Beatles Get Back test pressing, or a promo copy. This is essentially a promo copy test pressing. Oh my God! Boom. This isn't the finished wow. product. Dave is looking at me, freaking out, jealous, envy, tears in his eyes. Can you see that? 
I, I'm like, what a reveal. What that just made my whole fucking day just to see. Look you at that. that shirt. Look it at that shirt. Fantastic. Look at that shirt. Now I was wearing that on the train today. I got one like head nod. Somebody thought it was Kurt. I was like, you dummy. Did, you, they, did you really get yeah, a head Yeah, I got a head nod. It? Like somebody looked at my shirt like it gave me a head nod. I'm like, you stupid <laughs> fool. You, you're so dumb because you think it's Kurt Cobain. It's really the young shooter. It's the fake Kurt Cobain. It's Halloween. And you know why else you're dumb? It's because you don't listen to the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Ha ha, you dumb yes. fuck you. Look at that shirt. Honestly, I, I wouldn't even, you don't even need to do like a test pressing i mean that that's like the fi- there's a couple of tweaks to it final version I, I i know you're just happy to be on a t-shirt and and yeah. and that's that i listen i'd be happy to be on an i am rap poor stereo podcast buttersoft t-shirt but every t-shirt gets a test pressing this t-shirt right. even though it's not the final product will be worth more money than any of the other t-shirts in the archives so i'll keep this open for now i'll keep this open for now how, how does it look shooter I think it looks so good. Yeah, I mean, you should just be rocking that. Like, I love the way that looks. I'm so I need. How come I don't have the shirt? Everyone else has the shirt. You have the test presses. Like, why don't I have my own shirt? Miles and Jordan have the test pressing. You don't have. Like, it. I want to be able to like test that around. No, you don't have it. Sessions. You don't have it. I know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, when when do you think that I'll be able to have it? My own shirt. Well, because it's cool to see it, but I, I don't, I don't own it. So we, we, like we, 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 maybe you buy one, like everybody. You, you want a no, free no, no. one? You want a free one? Is that what you're yeah, saying? I'm on the shirt. <laughs> you I saying mean, you want a free? Madonna have to what? Buy her own merch when she like is on her own t-shirts. Like, no, I want my own shirt for free. If that's, if that's I got to okay. ask Miles and Jordan. I got to see. I got to see about that. Um, but this okay. is an I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast exclusive. The fake Kurt Cobain, aka the Young Shooter, and. All t-shirts are available. Well, there's two t-shirts. Because we're not, I've said it once, I've said it many times. We're not, we're not going down the merch rabbit hole, especially with the holidays. Listen, people got gifts to buy. Although a Buttersoft I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt ain't a bad gift. Uh, but right now we have the OG, iconic, sucker shit t-shirt, black t-shirt, red sucker shit emblem. And we have the fake Kurt Cobain, which you could see right here is ridiculous. People I'm are really like, excited to stock up on the sucker shit. And I just have like a question. For excuse you, me, um, excuse me. Let me let me drop. It's IamRappaportMerch.com. IamRappaportMerch.com. Get them while you can get them. Because like I've said once, I've said twice, and now I think I'm saying it for the fourth time. I'm not playing with the merch stuff. I love that people want them. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have a whole store feel embarrassed when people don't buy the T-shirts. And I'm sure the young shooter don't. Wouldn't you feel embarrassed if we win test pressing, all the agony, all the trouble to to build essentially build this beautiful T-shirt and then no one buys it? Wouldn't that hurt you, shooter? That would be pretty embarrassing for me. I, I, look, I'm just flattered to be on the shirt. I, I was just wondering, you, do you think that maybe one day? I could get on a shirt and it says the young shooter at the bottom, like, or, or has my name. So it's identifiable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I've been on the podcast for like six, seven years now. And it would be so cool just to have like my own shirt where people can go. My man, That's the young my shooter man shirt. there's no t-shirt with me on the shirt. Now you're dressed up in a Halloween costume. That's your thing. Be happy with that. I, I am. There's no I, picture really of me. There's no, I am rap port stereo podcast t-shirt with me on it. Cause I don't think anybody wants that. Be That's happy. That's not true. Be happy, excuse me, be happy with the fake Kurt Cobain. Be happy that I told you on the sixth train today, somebody nodded to me like that. 
like that. Like they saw my shirt and they nodded to me like, yo, you're a Nirvana fan. And I'm like, uh, not really. I'm I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast fan. And you see her right there. Bam. No, I, I totally agree. So just, why don't you just totally be happy flattered. with that? I, I am. I, no, I you, don't, you don't seem happy with that. Next thing I got Dave saying, Dave, Mike, can, can I get on one? Then the Dust Brothers are going nuts. And then we got fans, OG fans. You know, they're, and then it, just, it turns into a whole circus. So why don't we I just, don't think it would be a bad thing to have the Dust Brothers and maybe Dave on a shirt. Like, that would be, that'd be cool. I would buy those. I'm just saying, well, what, what, I'm just happy to be on the shirt. You'd buy those, but you didn't buy your own shirt. Huh? I caught I'm you. I'm not going to buy my own shirt. You're, you're buying buy that shirt. You're buying that Kurt Cobain shirt. That fake no, Kurt shirt. You're buying you're gonna it. You're going to send that to me in a medium, and I'm going to get that for free because I'm on the shirt. I don't need to buy my own shirt. No, you might be. You, you, if you, you don't want need one, my $20. It's not about need. It's about supporting the store. We have a, an essentially an I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast merch store. It's a store. We opened a store. You don't support independent businesses? Okay. I'll buy the suck shit shirt. How about that? But you're going to send me my own shirt. But I'm flattered to be on the shirt. I think it's dope. I don't know why you zipped up your hoodie. I'll zip uh, it I down. when you had it open. I'll zip it down. I'll, I'll take it off right now. I, but you know why I don't want to? Because Dave is over there literally crying. Like he's crying through his mask. Dave, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Seriously, man. I'm trying to, excuse me, I'm trying to record. This guy's freaking Remote out. The shirt, man. It looks great. Let the people see it. Okay. Let's get to your audition, because we know you have a big audition. You're playing an elf? Yeah, uh, I am. Thank you for uh, letting everybody know. I am playing an elf. From um, New I'm York. Not say, yes. We don't want to say York. the project. We don't want to say the project, because that's we don't want to say that. But you're auditioning to play an elf from New York. The elf isn't really... Uh, yes, the elf lives in New York, but I don't think the elf is from Wait, New from York. Brooklyn? Kind of Yo, he's from Brooklyn. You need work on your Brooklyn accent? No, it's not. The elf doesn't have a New York accent. He's like a hobbit. Like it's from Hobbit land. It's like he's got surgically modified elf ears. Um, he's intense. You know all about elf ears, right? Because you have uh, one of your ears bitten off that's kind of shaped the same way. I was actually going to ask you if you could help me with some of that kind of stuff. Thank well, I, I can help you. I can help you with the with the dealing with elf ears and the Brooklyn accent. Like Say this, like, are the lines like, yo, Santa, fuck you. I don't want to be an elf no more. I'm from Hobbitland. I live in Brooklyn now. But Brooklyn's in the house. Say that. Is that one no, of the lines? No, I'm not going to say that because the elf isn't from New York and you're throwing off my But, does, but, but does, the, does the elf go, spread love? It's the Brooklyn way. And then, no, and then, the elf doesn't say that. I don't even know where you're pulling this shit from. Is the he from Queens from, or the Bronx? Where's he from? It's not from New York. He's. It's supposed to be like, whoa, where is this fucking guy from? He's an elf. This is weird. It just, but why it, is he it, in New York if he ain't from New York? The show happens to take place in New York. Don't don't. So maybe he know? picked up a little bit. I'm just saying. Don't you want to? Do you want to get the job or not? Because I oh, got yes. you the job selling the cheeseburgers. I pushed that over the top because I worked with you, molded you like a fucking piece of clay, and now you want to argue with me about a hobbit. An elf with bad ears, which I know, who's from New York or who's been spending time in New York. So does he just speak generically or does he got some no. sort of accent? Does he ride the trains? Because if you're on the trains for long enough in New York, you're going to be like, yo, A train, uptown or downtown. Try that one. He doesn't talk about that. He's, he speaks Latin. He switches between Latin and English. Like, that's his thing. He speaks Latin. Como esta? That's Spanish. That's not Latin. What do you mean that's Spanish? Now, what is Latin? Almost. I don't know. I didn't. I'm fucking learning for the project what Latin is. I have to like Google these things and. What's the difference the between Spanish and Latin? 
No, he doesn't speak Spanish. You, listen, you're throwing off the whole audition. <laughs> I, I, I understand it, but what is the difference between speaking Spanish and speaking Latin? Nueve Yorke. Mi casa su casa. Um, Different languages. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. That's Spanish, and you sound great. Your Spanish sounds great. Spanish slash Latin. I got a B, 10th grade Spanish slash Latin. Was it Latin, right? Shit, I never took Latin. I was taking Spanish for like 10 years. I could still barely string a sentence together. All right. So you want to run lines or not? No, we, I don't want to run lines. I mean, we can do that privately, but I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to expose the project. You know, it's, uh, all right, Dean, I'm just trying to help you. I appreciate it. I just, I'm just letting you know, he's not from New York. Okay, man, chill, bro. Uh, not from speaking of New York, I'll be in Albany this Friday and Saturday. I will be in Albany, New York, Friday and Saturday, the third and the fourth. And then the following weekend, the 10th and the 11th, I'll be in Rochester, which is also in New York. I've never been to Rochester, although I have a friend up in Rochester. And then the following weekend, I'll be in Rhode Island, back in Rhode Island. Uh, so I got Albany this weekend, third and the fourth. Uh, and then I have uh, a Rhode Island. No, then I have Rochester, then Rhode Island. All tickets, all information is available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. Are you coming on any of these trips? And one of the dates... I was supposed to be three nights in Rochester. Um, I don't have, it was going to be uh, the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, but one of the nights I had to change, uh, it was supposed to be the 9th, 10th, and the 11th. Rochester's only the 10th and the 11th. Rochester is now only the 10th and the 11th. Um, all tickets, all information is available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. The reason why I can't be there on the 9th, Dean, I don't know if I even told you this. Um, hold on, I got a cough again. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound good. Like, I, I just, I mean, you're doing it so much. I mean, check it out, man. Like, what? I'm so sick of that fucking cough. I'm sick of the fucking cough, too, Dean. My wife, my poor wife. Oh, God. My poor fucking wife. How do you uh, live with that? I mean, how does she live with that my cough? poor fucking wife. Oh, she invited me to work out with her the other day. And I did this workout. 45 minutes of this woman Working out. She had five pound weights. My wife had five pound weights. I had to put down the fives and only do the threes. I couldn't do the work. It's like this, 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 all this crazy shit. And then some, I don't know how these fucking girls do this shit. My wife was yeah. screaming at me, yelling at me, telling me she's never invited me to her workouts again, mocking me, berating me, teasing me, tried to kick me out of the workout. It's like, it was like this, 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 some real Suzanne Summers, Olivia Newton, John, let's get physical. And then burpees, 45 minutes nonstop with a three pound weight. And, I, and I'm thinking about, and my wife kept saying, what the fuck do you do in the gym? And I started thinking to myself, what, what do I do in the gym? What, what do I do in the gym? Because I couldn't complete the workout with a three pound weight in my what hand. What does that say about you that you're, you, you couldn't do it either. Three pound weights for 45 minutes and burpees okay. and jumping. It was brutal. And I'm thinking and to myself, why do anything else? Like I was like, until you could men, until you could complete what I did or didn't do until you could complete this class that I was doing with my wife, with this woman on the thing who was like talking through it, barely sweating. I'm dying. I'm thinking I don't deserve to go to any 
LA Fitness or Crunch or a real gym. I should I shouldn't be allowed in there. Right. It was brutal. Brutal. And, and, and you're busting your ass for an hour for just minimal results for like no results. I mean, you take none. Your, you're taking your shirt off after that workout and you can't see any kind of result, right? And and not only can I not see any kind of result, it ruined my day and the last two days because my whole body is sore from it. Like It's I, not worth it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just not worth it. I would much rather just stay at home double fist some pints of ice cream and just enjoy my life. Like, enjoy the misery. Cause we've talked about this. Like we're just not genetically. Mo- we're not genetically built from scratch to have that much results. Yeah. I feel good, but I was ashamed of myself with the three pound pink weights. You know that pink three pound weights either come in purple, yellow or pink. Right. They don't come in black or silver. They don't make them because they want to shame you. If you're using, women don't care. And then people say women, men. I'm saying right here, women are way stronger. This 45 minute workout with the three pound, it's like this, 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 ruining me. And I'm sore. I hurt three days later. This is three days ago, day three. How emasculating that they That's, come in those, those colors. I'm doing a pink with a pink weight. Like some, someone should protest that. Like, like cotton candy that, pink. Yeah, it's not cool. That's 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 definitely emasculating. I wouldn't return to the class if I had to fucking rock with some pink three pound weights. Return to the class. The class is my living room. Oh shit! All right. Well, at least you don't have to do it in front of people. Oh no, I wouldn't do this in front of people. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that would be like so there's pregnant women. I'm sure pregnant women do this. I, I I just know like you could do like the rock and like I'm losing 300 pounds and the the Iron Paradise and all that Brendan Schaub and these goons, but normal people. We don't need to do all that. If I if I right. can't until I could do this forty five minute class, what really is the point? Well, you inspire me, man. I have to say, I never thought I would say that you inspire me. Thank you, fitness wise, to really stop eating bad. I mean, every time I see you, you're eating an apple. Yep. You're you're drinking water. You're working out. I mean, yep. just the fact that you're getting up and you're doing it better than nothing. Room, it's better than nothing. In, in all seriousness, it is better than nothing. And especially for my guys out there listening who are 40, 45, 50 older than me, yo, health is wealth. This uh, very popular uh, fashion uh, designer, artist, Virgil Abela, the one who created the Off-White, who created so many album covers, just passed away 41 years old of cancer. I'm not saying that any of the crap that I could do could fight cancer, but listen, we talk about the colonoscopies. Yo, we have to take care of ourselves, especially if you're over 40. Uh, this guy, I, he's one of the reasons why I got back into the Jordan game. The Last Dance and this kid's designs and his sort of love uh, uh, for, for sneakers, specifically Jordans, he got me back because of his designs into the Jordan game. And very, very sad. He created the the um, couple of Kanye West album covers. He did the... Um, the Jay-Z and Kanye album cover and just oh, the amount of really? the, the clothing, just a pure, true artist and just very sad. 41 years old, cancer. Horrible. Yeah, yeah so, you got it. You got it. I mean, people got to look after themselves. Got to look after themselves. That, not saying it was avoidable for him. You know, sometimes if you just, I heard he was battling cancer <laughs> privately, but it's uh, health is important, man. Especially, yeah, like you said, past 40, 
So I don't have to worry about it, right? Because I'm 31. Yeah, you need to worry about a lot. Worry about it. Okay, that's what I was. That's what I figured. Worry about everything. Okay, I'm already worried about a lot. Like, like my hand, I have carpal tunnel in this hand, and it hasn't gone away from. Is it from writing about. so much? I have no idea. It, it, no, 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 no. It's definitely not from writing because I, I don't. I don't do a lot of reading. Computer? Because you're a great editor. It could. Thank you, man. It could be computer. It could be um, a little bit of this. How about a little bit of this? How about a little, a little bit of that? that? A, little bit, yeah. a little bit of that. I don't know. It a little bit be, of this. It's just you pick your nose. You pick your nose. Do you pick your nose? I don't do a lot of the picking of the nose. I know you do though, just because your nose is is a lot larger than mine. So I feel like you got a lot to dig out. But I, I, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go see a doctor about this. You need to you need to stay active. You need I to know. stay. And and all the listeners out there, I, I, listen. I'm not Jack Lalane, but but that's why you should listen to me. Because Jack LaLanne, that freak, he lived till he was about 106. He was up there on the shows with Mike Douglas and Johnny Carson. And if you're, if you're my age, you remember Jack LaLanne was like the OG guy. I ain't Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not any of these guys. I ain't The Rock, Vin Diesel, uh, uh, this Channing Tatum, any of these, these Jason Momoa, the Hemsworth goons, those two goons. I'm none of those guys. That's why you should listen to me. Uh, work with me and work with yourself to get your fitness on point. Is, is, that, is that a good sales pitch? Like, cause I'm not saying be like me. I'm saying be better than me. A hundred percent. I mean, just hearing you say that makes me want to go out to New York. I know mean, we were talking about Rochester. We were talking about Albany. And if I was going to come out there and it, cause, cause I really want to come out to New York and start walking more. When I was out there, I was walking a lot with you. And I think that's uh, you complain though on the walks. Oh yeah. I'm always going to complain. I'm no, 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 but I don't want to hear it. It's my walk. It's Central Park is my oyster. And you, I'm walking you. I'm giving you a little, little insight to everything. And you don't shut the fuck up. You're like, is it, is it longer? Is it shorter? Are we You're not keep- walking me. I'm not, I'm not a dog. You're not walking me. You're not taking me on a walk. Okay? Dean, if I don't take you on the walk and guide you, you get lost in there. I get lost in there. I'm from here. I get lost in there. I'm in Central Park all the time. I'm walking you like a fucking dog. You're getting walked. Yeah, it's a big fucking park. I went to the zoo last time. You said, meet me at this one part of the park, and I ended up in the fucking zoo, and you said, walk walk back. I don't know what to tell you. I'm glad you got lost in the zoo. I'm, I'm glad you did because you didn't, you didn't listen. The point is, is, is hey. yeah, we'll come back to New York. I, I'll tell you a couple of things. In January, I'll say it here first because I know everybody enjoyed it. I don't know if anybody enjoyed it more than me because I had a freaking ball doing it. The week of January 10th, hosting again the Wendy Williams show live. Are you really? Live. Oh, shit. This is breaking news. I didn't know this. Breaking news. I wish we had one of those cryons. Can we do a cryons, oh, Dave? You got the ability to do You got the ability to do anything. Dave could do anything. Can you do that sound effect too? Miles Jordan, add that in there, Miles Jordan. January 10th. Me, the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. Captain Kaleidos from the Caucasus Mountains, will be back on the Wendy Williams show for a full week. And I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm I'm excited. Wow. Mm. Wow, man. You should be. Congratulations. That's very exciting. The people Uh, wanted you. The people wanted me. I had such a ball doing it. You see the Kurt shirt. Um, But the thing is, is, Dean, if you come and we do the walk, Zip it, or I'll run away from you and leave you stinking in the park. 
That's fine. But would you wear the Kurt shirt on the Wendy Williams show? Is it's that possible? not appropriate? I think what I'm going to do this time because I tried different things. Obviously, the the purple sweater. A lot of people had different things to say about it. I understand now why men on television wear jackets, shirts, and a tie. You know why? Because it just looks cleaner and it, it what it is, it's it's a uniform and it doesn't it's not as distracting. No, it's not. And even if I wear the same suit now, here's breaking news here. What I'm planning on doing is because I'll be transparent with the fans of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. I have one suit and one suit only. Okay. Unlike a lot of people who might have two suits or whatever, but I have one dark midnight navy blue suit. What I'm thinking about doing is, and I'm trying to do it as an experiment. Obviously, the cat's out of the bag with you guys. But if I wear the suit every day with a different shirt and tie choice, I'll bet you GP, general population, won't catch on to it. What do you think, Shooter? I think you can get away with it, but I think it's a great idea that you... I don't know, well, I don't know, man, because... Clearly that purple might have been your lucky charm. I mean, they invited you back. Like maybe you rock that purple. But I already wore it. I already wore it. And then it'll be like, oh, he's wearing the same. That, that's too distinct. I, what, that's my point is that I understand now why talk show hosts, because I was like, oh, you're wearing your suit and all that. Stupid. Oh, you buttoned up. your. your but now I understand because as for a guy like me, like right. who's built like me, I'm not like one of these people you could just throw anything on. Everything looks good. No, no. You don't have to no, add on and say no, no. I'm agreeing with you. Like you're, you're but I don't need right. you to say that. I've already acknowledged that. You don't have to add on, add insult to injury. You do it a lot, and I feel like I, you do it on purpose. You I'm don't not have doing to doing it on purpose, man. Yeah, I'm you just, are. I thought it was being a good friend. I no, I don't think you are being a good friend. I'm, I, I already am struggling with it. My, my, I guarantee you, nobody who's hosting the Wendy Williams show three weeks in advance is worrying about what they're wearing. I'm worrying about what I'm wearing. And I'm trying to talk to you and the listeners of the show, and you're like, yeah, you look like shit. No, you don't I have to say, say that. Like shit. I think the suit's a great idea, to be honest with you. I just think that you should definitely have it dry clean, though, because it sounds like you just have one suit and maybe you haven't washed it. It's a not, lot, but it sounds like you just have one suit. I just have one suit. I just said that. I only own one suit, period. Just said that. GQ, if GQ got word of that, though, I mean, that. That's not impressive for GQ. I didn't say I didn't say I was the king of suits You're in the GQ. King of the king of cashmere, and I have a sick row collection, which, by the way, you've seen me in that jacket. I, we've all seen the jacket. We've seen you post the jacket a couple times now. You've uh, seen me like in that jacket. Guy. And you're like starting to pose in it. You have this like fucking, you got this like face that you're doing in every photo. Like you're starting to get like very affected by the whole fashion culture. Do you want to see the, my model? It's, it's like, yeah, let me see it. Yeah, what? you're doing it. That's it, man. Well, at least you know you got it. I mean, that's And then the sometimes, case. like, my wife, by the way, she is so sick of taking pictures of me in my new jacket. She's so annoyed me asking her to take pictures of me, me criticizing. We got into an actual, I don't want to say an argument, but we got into a light beef because I criticized her photographs. Because oh I said, God. you're that guy now. No, because I said, your photos suck. And she goes, I don't want to take the photos. And I go, that's part of the problem. It's, there's, <laughs> right. there's no bad photographs. There's only bad photographers. 
Right. And then she's like, you know, why don't you hire somebody? I go, I just want to, I just want to show the suit. Get me full body in the suit without like a yellow truck behind me. Like, yeah, you need, you need to figure out a different photographer because it doesn't look like the photographer's happy to be there. They don't want to be taking the photo. And now that you say it, it, it makes a lot of we sense. We got to an actual argument about this. Well, she's sick of taking your photo, I guess. I mean, she's got to deal with the coffee. But when I'm doing the selfies, the I can't get the whole fit. You know, they call it the fit. I can't get the whole fit because it's a, it's a long row jacket. The jacket's sick. People see it. I ha- Yo, that's the row. Two people have now said that. I'm like, yeah, it is, motherfucker. That's right. Okay, but why, why, like, two years ago when I got a trench coat, I got, like, a black trench coat that I took to Chicago and all that, you were grilling me for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you kept saying, oh, you're looking like you're trying to be on that succession shit. Like, how come, like, I, I was wrong. Coat, it's, I'm 50. it's not okay for me to do it. I was wrong. Like, I put it in my closet. It's been collecting dust. Take the fucking trench coat out. Shut the fuck up. I was wrong. All right. I just said it. You say that you were wrong because it's a great coat. I had a scarf. Go get it. Go get it right now. Go get your jacket out of the... Go get it. Go get your coat. This guy holds on everything. I didn't know that was dealing with this kind of resentment. I tell you, maybe because the trench coat... Look, maybe I wasn't as dope as my road trench coat. I don't know. I don't even know if my road trench coat is raw. I know it's cashmere. Huh. I know it's cashmere. This guy, you, you, you built up resentment. Get your fucking jacket. I'm trying to find it. Get your jacket. Oh, I got it. Put it on. Nobody wants to hear it. Everybody's waiting to see it. Endlessly. Everybody's waiting to see the big reveal of Dean's jacket. Nice. Yo. My man, yo, yo, suited and booted. Yo, I mean, I wore this. I was wrong I wore this on the stage of Griselda. Yo, you look. I was up there. Yo, with my fucking turtleneck. You see the scarf. Yo, straight up and down. I was wrong. You were, you were right. Wrong, right. I mean, I, I just said I it I'm once. Wrong. I said it twice. I was wrong. I think I'm gonna bring this to New York. A hundred percent. Bring it to New York. I mean, look at that. Be- look, you look sharp, my man. Thank you, man. I'll, I'll go put it away. I tucked it in the fucking closet. <laughs> All right, don't go back. put it away. We're, we're doing a podcast. Throw it on the throw it on the shelf on the thing. So you want to wear it the whole time? Fuck it, I'll wear it. Okay, you wear that. I got them. See, you know it'll be sick outfit if you got your Kurt Cobain T-shirt, fake Kurt Cobain T-shirt, oh. a scarf, and your trench. Yo, oh no, that's it's done if, with if your I Jordans your- with your with your bread Jordans. That's Let, a, let's go. I might need to just travel and get yo, that ticket. Yo, my so man, you look like. Yo, showstopper with them joints. Okay, you see it. So just order yourself a Kurt shirt, and then I'm you'll be good. I'm not going to order it. I, if you could send that to me, that would be really cool, man. I, I just don't feel like I need to wait in line and order the Kurt shirt that, that I'm on the shirt. Okay. Like I'm on the shirt. Maybe you just send, send one out to me. Listen, I was wrong about the trench coat. You Thank know what? You, you, you see it, right? Yes. I wanted to give the fans, the listeners, an update because the last podcast, I was heading to Madison Square Garden to watch the Lakers play against the LeBron James list Knicks. I said that wrong. You know what I mean. The Knicks yeah. were playing LeBron James. He got suspended for the situation in Detroit. Um, it was inevitable that it was happening. Uh, I wanted to say, first of all, again, uh, very, um, it, it was, um, it, it was uneventful. 
except this happened. First of all, when I walked into the garden, people literally treated me like they were seeing a ghost straight up and down. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Like the security people there and the staff there were like, welcome back. Like looking around, like is they saw a ghost. I've Not had, because of the KD thing, right? Just because you weren't, you haven't been. I've had, I've had, let's just say this, because I don't want to add in. So I want to continue going to the garden. And I'm going to be very careful about what I say, because I've spoken out about the ownership of the Knicks. I've spoken out about the front office of the Knicks. When nobody had the onions, the clankers, right. the balls to do it. Ramifications. There are ramifications. My free seats, I'll never get those back. James Dolan heard everything that you said. I didn't say his name. I'm just saying there's ramifications. You right. said his name. I'm not confirming or denying any of that. There's ramifications. And I knew speaking out the eloquent way that I speak out against the Knicks, the ownership, the front office, there would be ramifications. Beretta... I don't know if you ever saw this show. The theme song to the Robert Blake show. Robert Blake, the guy who shot and killed that. Did he get convicted of that? He got he got acquitted, I think, right? Dave, can you look that up? Robert Blake, did he get acquitted? Robert Blake, the actor, great actor. Great, totally unique actor who was in the show Beretta, which I loved as a kid. The theme song went like this. <clears throat> Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Dun, dun, dun. Don't do it. And I live by that. He got acquitted? He got acquitted. How ironic to be on a show with that theme song when you're... That's kind of crazy. And Don't do the crime Beretta, if you can't do the time. I is, knew... Is Beretta the show or is that a gun? Because I've heard in a rap song they say, as, as long as I got a Beretta, I'm down for whatever. Who, so who did that lyric? Uh... They said, I got a Beretta. I'm down for whatever. Uh, Who did that lyric, uh, though? Who did that lyric? Don't just say the down for whatever. Down. Hip hop is incredible. Shout out to hip hop. It's, uh, oh, as long as I got a Beretta, I'm down for what, whatever. What is that? That's, uh, oh, Dr. Dre, Big Egos. But yes. Anyway, I understand ramifications. I understand don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That being said, I was happy to be in a position to be on the wood, on the floor, back in the garden. People were a little bit surprised to see me there. I'll say this. They were also aware that I was coming. I was humble. I was gracious. I want to continue going to the garden. I love being at the Garden um, after going to two Nets games this year and then going back to the Garden. There's nothing like Madison Square Garden. The energy in there, it's just the fans. It's something about the building. I know every people, people say it. It just is. The Nets are a better team with two of the best players in the world, quote-unquote, air-quoting. I'm air-quoting. Still, there's nothing like Madison Square Garden. That being said, it was uneventful. Again, I was happy to be there. I was on that wood. That was oak. Spike Lee, is Spike Lee going there all the time, too? Did he goes, he's such a fan. I don't understand it. Yeah. If I had season tickets, I wouldn't go to every game. 
Who the f- who wants to go every single night? It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's a lot of energy to go to a game. I'm not Jack Nicholson, man. He's. Yeah, you know, I don't understand that. I mean, maybe I'm just not as big of a fan as those guys. But clearly, if if, if I what? See, that's the thing. I'm saying, Clee, you're not. No, those are little things. That's like I'm like being self-deprecating, and then you're like, yeah, dickhead. I, well, I you did I, it again. I, mean, I agree with you. You're not as big as a fan. Like you sound like a bandwagoner who's like showing up when they start doing well again. Like where were you when they were not doing well? I wasn't allowed Despite- in the building, and I was going when they weren't shit. I was going to games versus Detroit on Sunday nights when you could literally uh, hear yourself talk to the person next to you. I, I remember about four or five years ago. I talked about it on the podcast. Being at a game versus the Detroit Pistons on a Sunday night where it was so quiet in Madison Square Garden where the person that I was talking to next to me, I knew they could hear my conversation across court. I'm not bullshitting you. That's how quiet it was. I was there. I was there. I was there. So I don't need you. I don't need you saying that along with these fake Twitter people fans. (laughs) You were with me when when you found out that they, they fired Fisdale or Oakley. I was with you. We were getting right. sushi. So I don't need you saying you're you're a Knicks bandwagon fan. I was there when they sucked. I was there. What would you do if you found out that I was one of these Twitter trolls that was trolling you? What, what, what would you do if I was saying some crazy shit and I created a fake account and was like really bashing you and then you found out that that was me? Would that like sever the way that? I would appreciate it so much. You but I no was I- serious about it. And I was like, and I said like some below the belt shit. And I was like, like, like below the belt, these- like below the belt shit. Like, go ahead. Like what? No, not, nothing that I could think of off the top of my head. Like, I but for instance, you would say something like in your below the belt account. What would you say? No, like if I was like, oh, you know, Katie fucking ruined you and he would beat the shit out of you and he would spit in your face. And, and, um, wait, are you, you know, that you account BK in the and- house? One, two, three, four. Huh? Is that no, you? No, that's not me. That's not me. Because I've heard that, that before. Or, BK. Oh, this fucking F-list celebrity thinks he's staying relevant by talking about this. And, and all he talks about is Trump. And, and, and he needs Trump to be that back. That sounds familiar. Are, are, do, you have a, do you have a troll no, account? this is just stuff off the top of my head. Like if I why is it so? Why are you account? able to just have them roll off your tongue? Because they're I mean, rolling. It's just things that I've, I've just, I've seen certain things like. Seen yeah, or tr- written or what? Just stuff on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. But I was just wondering what you would do if you found uh, out that that was Ah, uh, we'd have a problem. Back to my okay. story. Back to my well, story. I'm glad it's not me. Or is it? It's not. Or, or is it? it? Or is it? Or it, we'll never know. We'll never know. Or we might. Or 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 we might, but... Or it, we might know. It's not going to be a problem because it's... That, it's not going to be I a problem to find out if we know or if we don't know. You'll find out. It's a hypothetical. Boom. There's two things. Remind me of this point. Because we got way off. Remind me to come back to the Russell Westbrook story. The reason why I had to cancel the Rochester show on the 9th, the reason why Rochester is now the 10th and the 11th, just the 10th and the 11th, going way back to 35 minutes ago, is because I am doing season two of the Netflix show, The Only Murderers in the Building, the Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez show. Boom. Wow. And the part, first of all, I like the show. It's funny. Everybody loves Steve Martin. And Martin Short is, 
And Selena Gomez is a good actress. She's funny. That is so, you're surrounding yourself with some fucking huge names, man. And the part is fucked up. Funny. Can you talk about what the part is? I'll just say it's very Michael Rappaport, air quotes. (laughs) It's just, let's just say that. It's very quote unquote Michael Rappaport in terms of, it's very disruptive. It's a okay. funny, it's a, that, and I'm excited to be doing it. So I can't wait to do it. And, and uh, it's funny. It's funny. And, and you're working with Martin Short and Steve Martin. Like, is that the majority? And Selena stuff? Gomez. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be dope. Have you met them? Have you met Steve Martin and Martin Short? I never met either one of them. And I've never met Selena Gomez. I'm going to just, I mean, like, yeah, my Selena goal Gomez. for the whole thing is to try to get Selena Gomez to post a selfie of me. I want all her followers. That's, I'm going to be honest, one of the reasons why I'm doing the show is maybe Selena Gomez will post a picture of me on her Instagram. I know she'll be like, if I go, oh, can I post a picture with you? She'll be like, what is she going to say? You know, we're we're working together. I I could be 51. She's probably (laughs) 20-something. She'll be like, sure, I know you're only doing this to get my followers. And I go, no, what I'm really trying to do, Selena Gomez, because I'm a fan. She was also good in that Harmony Kareen movie. What was that movie called? Uh, Breakers. Dope in that. Yeah. I love that you're taking this role for Selena Gomez, not the comedy legends, Martin Short and Steve Martin. And I also think that you're also taking this with Selena Gomez to maybe redeem yourself from the Ariana Grande fans that are really pissed off at you. Why are you bringing – that's another third thing. I know. It's just people don't forget about that. How do you know they don't forget? How the fuck do you know that they don't forget about the Ariana Grande beef of 2018? How do you know everybody hasn't moved on? I moved on. People are still DMing me saying, I can't believe you work with that fucking guy who, who dissed our queen, Ariana. And this is something that I'm hearing about. I can't imagine the DMs that you're getting about this. I think that you might redeem yourself by working with somebody as talented. Is as she Selena friends? Gomez. Are they friends? No, these are just fans of Ariana Grande. They're not friends they of hers? They know that I'm associated with the guy that's quote-unquote talk shit on Ariana Grande. Is Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez friends? Oh. Are they friends? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know if they're friends, but I think that you'll just be in that world. And, and maybe you have Selena Gomez's fans get your back with the Ariana Grande. I just want a selfie of her going, oh, it was incredible to work with Michael Rappaport on season two of the only murderers in the building. I like, I'm not going to say Selena, that's the actual caption you need to put, but something like that. The great Michael Rappaport is with us on season two or what an honor. I've been such a fan of Michael Rappaport's for so long to be working with him. Something you're going to have to pay her to do it, but maybe I just put it out there in the world, put it out there in the world. It's like the secret, you know, manifest it. And uh, I think that you're onto something with that, though. That would be epic. Anyway, I'm courtside. I'm on the wood. A guy sitting two seats next to me says to Russell Westbrook, before the jump ball, Russell Westbrook, you know, I was thinking, it's like, you know, he's, you know, for him, like, I, the only thing I could equate it to is what I do. Before you go on stage, before you perform, before they say action, Oh, even before a podcast, you know, I, I do whatever I do. Sometimes I jump up and down. Sometimes I take a deep breath. Sometimes I'll go over my notes. Sometimes if I'm working on a, a show, I'll go over my lines. Sometimes you'll just breathe. Some, you, you get yourself in the frame of mind. So Russell Westbrook comes down to the basket that I'm sitting underneath on the wood, the pine, that oak. Did I mention that? Yes. 
I mentioned that I was sitting on that. On that pine. Yes. I've heard that before. You, you're very that lumber. That. You took so many photos of the shoes that you're on the wood. You can't just take a photo of the court. It's gotta be like, my shoes are here. Like, look, I'm touching that wood. I'm here. Like we know that you're there. Look, you, maybe you don't close. know that I was there. Cause I had somebody go, whoa, the third row, fifth row. And I go, no wood. That's the feet on the fucking wood. What, what right. more do you like? That's my feet. That's the wood. We're traumatized from when KD put us fucking 12 rows behind at the Warriors game. That's why. Fucking piece of shit. You know why he did that? I, re- I found out. Why? Because it had to pay for the tickets. They don't. They don't. <laughs> that cheap fuck. Cheap fuck. You have us come out there and you sit us in like the 22nd row. You we said 12. 12 would shit. be generous. They don't do that. Yeah, the was- Garden and Barclays, certain arenas, they do that. Apparently they don't do it. And he had, that's why he had us in the 22nd row. That started the whole thing. Prick. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So Russell. Russell comes down to the basket before the jump ball. He's getting him. He's gathering himself. He's gathering himself. He's not doing it for the fans. It's literally like he's so, as far as he's concerned, these NBA players, there's no fans there. He's going out there to perform. Like, just like, you know, we're like an actor or like a musician who's, you're, you're, there's no fans there. You're, yeah. you, you have that moment. He's so accustomed. He's been doing it for his whole life. Guy's two seats next to him. He goes, yo, Russ, you're going to shoot three for 18 again tonight? Now, right before he said that, Russ said like this to me. What's up? Mouth it. What's up? We made wow. eye contact. I got the photo. Dave, please pull up the photo. Look me oh, dead. You, that's from when he said what's up, that photo? What's, yes. You see the photo, Dave. That's, He's looking at you right in the eyes. That's him looking me right in the eyes. And so he'll be like, yo, he must hate you too. I'm like, no. This is a guy who's about to go to war, stupid. You don't know the war face. You don't know the pre-performance face because you don't pre-perform. You know why? Because you're stupid. You just sit there and you comment on Instagram because I posted that photo because I was like, that's a good photo. That's Russell Westbrook before the game making eye contact. I've, I met Russell Westbrook and I told Russell Westbrook, I met him at a Dave Chappelle event Six years ago, five years ago. I don't know when it was. Who cares? We don't fact check. We don't fact check at the Iron Rap Poor Stereo Pockets. I said to Russell Westbrook at this day after Dave Chappelle performed at uh, Radio City Music Hall. It's a great night. Said, and I was so shocked that Russell Westbrook is about a half inch taller than me. It's like, yo. Wow. Yo, seriously. That puts things in perspective. I mean, you're tall though. I mean, but I'm 6'3". Yeah, Russell Westbrook is maybe 6'3 and a half. I don't yeah. think he's 6'4". And I was like, yo, you are a motherfucker. You are a motherfucker. Watching you is an artistic fucking expression. The way you fucking play is an expression of you. He said, you like that shit? I said, I fucking love it. I fuck with you, Russ. The, the conversation's not even 60 seconds. He gave me a big pound. I'm a fan. Boom. That's it. I just had to tell him that, like, I fuck with you. That's the only time I met Russ. Yes, Russ shoots you into the game. Yes, Russ shoots you out of the game. I get it. I know all that stuff. I fuck with Russ. And also, because of that interaction when I met him, and also I was bugging, like, his voice is so high-pitched. Reminds me of the great Walter Payton, former uh, Chicago Bear, one of the greatest, most physical uh, running backs ever. Uh, Look him up, young shooter. I know you know nothing about football. Anyway, so Russell's gathering himself. Said, what's up? You see the photo up there. Guy two seats next to me goes, yo, Russ, you going to shoot three for 18 tonight? And Russ goes, he mouths it. Shut the fuck up, bitch. What? That's what he says to him. 
He doesn't say it loud because he can't curse me. He goes, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Just that low, and I'm looking directly at it. The guy doesn't say anything. Game starts to play. Two, three minutes later, Russell Westbrook is at the block at the free throw line. He's 15 feet in front of me. 15 feet in front of the guy who's sitting two seats next to me. The guy two seats next to me goes, he hasn't said anything else since then. He didn't say anything else before then because I was sitting in my seats before this guy. So I witnessed the whole thing. Says to Russell, $44 million. You really think you're worth it, Russ? After the free throw goes up, Russ tells the, the referee, points at him the same way LeBron did the other night. Yeah. Points to him, points to security. During the timeout, the security makes him get up out of his seat. They have a conversation. I know what the conversation is. The guy's totally red-faced. I go, what happened? He goes, can't say anything. And I thought to myself, Russ, that ain't cool. Because homeboy didn't diss you. He didn't curse at you. He didn't say anything disrespectful. He was talking in terms of basketball. That ain't, that ain't dope. I know they must be getting shit on wherever they go. The Lakers, people hate this team. Between LeBron, Anthony Davis, Rajon Rondo, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook, these are guys that are polarizing players. They get shat on everywhere they go. Rajon Rondo gets shat on at home. We saw that incident with him. I didn't think it was cool, and I fuck with Russell Westbrook. I'll just say this. It wasn't me. I was a quiet. I was a quiet boy. I think it was out of pocket, and I think that you know all about throwing people out of of events. You fucking someone gave you a finger in front of the camera, and that was enough for you to say. Now you're turning that on me, you fuck. Well, it's the truth. You're talking shit about Russell Westbrook. I wasn't voting me. It was somebody else. I was a choir boy. You said that wasn't cool. I I don't think he should have done that because because let's equate let's equate that to comedy. That's heckling. It's one thing if you're sticking the finger up and you're going, fuck you, Rappaport. Or it's one thing if you're going, fuck you, Russell Westbrook. Or Russell Westbrook, you ain't worth no fucking $44 million. Any cursing, I don't think you should be in there cursing. I don't think you should be in there cursing in any way, shape, or form. If uh, It's alleged that Le- the, the woman in Indiana said something about LeBron James' kid. I don't care if she goes, your kid is the greatest thing since chopped liver. Don't mention my kid, B-word. I agree. How do we know that that actually happened, though, that she said that? We don't know. But they also didn't put out a statement that she didn't say it. Right. Listen, everybody knows how I feel about LeBron James, but for him to be that pissed off, they must have said something because he, yeah. he he's heard it all. Yeah, he really has. And it was a woman and a guy. And what would a woman have said to – she had to have said something out of pocket. So I get it. But the Russ thing – I don't think uh, the guy said anything that deserved for even Russell to pay attention. And All right. Russell had a great game. Again, I'll say it again. It wasn't me. Happy, humble to be back in the world's most famous arena. The fans were happy to see me. I was happy to see them. The Knicks beat the Lakers. Nuff said. That's so sick. Westbrook is the shit. And he was probably like, yeah, KD's a fucking snake. He turned on me on Thunder. Like, I'm Team Rappaport. Fuck that dude. Exactly. What's up, Rappaport? That, exactly. He's there like this. What's up? Quiet. He knows. What's up? He knows. They know. He's probably like, I know fucking KD. He's a little bitch. Yeah, I've been down that road before. Right. Trust right. me. I've been down that road before Team Rappaport. You see the Kurt shirt. Anyway. What, what about Bowie, man? Oh, let's, let's, let's finish this up. we got a couple more minutes, right, uh, Dave? 
So I called into the Howard Stern show this morning because Ronnie, the limo driver, was attacking a caller named Apples. Apples is a guy who calls in and antagonizes Ronnie, the limo driver, to the point where Ronnie, the limo driver, goes apeshit, screams, yells. The fans, we the fans, we love that version of Ronnie, the limo driver. We don't like when Ronnie, the limo driver, is just all calm, cool, and collective. We like him nuts. I called in defending Apples, and I started thinking about my own situation with Gorilla Tooth Gary, mm-hmm. Baba Booey, Fafa Fooey, Gaga Gooey. Gaga Gooey, man. I came up with Gaga Gooey. Gooey. You're I'm proud of Gooey, I, you, but you, I love Booey. Well, I love him too when he's being berated. We, we, you're, you're basically nothing without the fans, Gorilla, Baba Booey, Big Tooth right. fucking Gooey. You're shit without the callers. You're shit without Howard banging on you. You're shit without people like myself banging on you. You're shit without the Jesus twins banging on you. Oh, the Jesus twins were fucking great. Anyway, so I called in and I also told Howard, I said, Howard, you got to get out of the house because Howard has a propensity to stay in, to isolate himself. He isolated himself before the pandemic. He stayed in. He tried to avoid people. I understand that. That's his thing. But I said, get out. Enjoy the world. You're, you're vaccinated. He talks about it very openly. And then, I, and then I turned it to Gorilla. I said, Gorilla thinks that I shouldn't call in. You criticize my calls. I pay a lot of money for my serious XM, right. Howard Stern, account that shit's not free to call what i'm entitled to to call you don't insult the fans gorilla because without the fans you big tooth fucking gorilla gaga gooey you horse tooth fucking jackass you're nothing we already know without howard you're nothing but if there's no show you're really nothing you're pumping gas in fucking long island somewhere so you're just a guy with some big teeth at the end and you couldn't fix the big teeth to begin with those, he did fix them. You, right, but, but the somehow, reason why, he fixed them because of people work. like me, the fans. We paid for your fucking fake teeth. <laughs> so you don't get to say how Michael Rapport, a celebrity fan, or just Joe Schmo f- uh, fans get to call in. We dictate because we paid for those big fucking fake teeth. Got it, Gugu? Got it, Gooey? <laughs> we paid for those fucking teeth. Does that make sense? Fooey? Baba Booey? Yeah. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. And that brings us to a song that, because we're such fans of the Howard Stern show, because we, we both pay for accounts, like the rest of the yeah. listeners. And we've been trying to get this song debuted, uh, but I don't think it's ready, but I wanted to test run it with you, Dean. I know you know what it yeah. is. Yeah, because they have all these different songs that they come up with, and I think the great Sal Governale is one of the one of the the producers of all these songs. The great Sal Governale. Yes, we've been working on this song for for about two weeks now. We should debut it now in front of everybody, and I'll just count you in two, three. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled nope. by the teeth. Nope, nope, nope. Come in at two, three. Don't be. So it's two, three. Don't, don't be, be fooled. You just took a second. No, I didn't. So it's you have no rhythm, and I'm the no, lead. You don't have the rhythm. I got the fucking vocal cords. Tell me exactly what when you want me to come in, and I'll come in. 
two, three, don't be. See, and you're going to go, two, three, don't be fooled. And we go, two, three. Don't be don't fooled. Don't be fooled by the teeth that I nope. got. Nope, you're, you're nope, like, you're not you're fucking buoy from the block. I just, little bit and now I had a lot. Why don't do I, it again. I'll just do it. Count me in, fuck. I'm ready. Two, three. Don't be fooled by the teeth no, that I got. No, 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 man. Two, three, don't, don't be, be fooled. fooled by the you're teeth going, that I got. Like three seconds. Do it again. I'll, I'll follow your lead. Okay. Two, three. Don't, don't be fooled, fooled by the teeth fucking, that I got. Fucked it up again. No, stop, 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 stop. It doesn't sound good. You don't fucking sound good. Dean, don't Come tell in. me. I came up with the fucking song, so don't tell no, me. I came up with the fucking song. I, you don't I even know Jenny from the block. I was Are me. It was me. When I smack my hand down, that's the fucking cue to come in. So it's two, three, don't. Don't be fooled by the two. No, no. Two, three, don't be fooled by the. So now we're going to do it. I just gave you that. So it's a, don't be fooled. That's what you count me in. Smoke. All right, count me in. I'll come in on you. If I'm late, I'm late. The people don't want to hear the shit Fine, anymore. I'm not stopping for you. That's the problem. That's the thing. So We catch up if we catch up. There you go. Two, You're going to count me three. in. I just, I'm doing it right now. And you're fucking interrupting the counting. Two, three. Don't, Don't be, be fooled, fooled by, by the teeth that, that I got. got. I'm just, I can't I'm just. can't even fucking continue because you're it, so man. far behind. Fuck it, I'll do it solo. You come in. Two, three. Don't be fooled by the teeth that, that I got. Fuck it, I'm man. Just, I'm just booey from no, the No, it's not it. Middle, now I have a lot. But I never forgot where I came from. I came Big from. teeth out. Big teeth out. Don't be fooled by the teeth that I got. I got I'm just, I'm, I'm just buoy from, from the block. You're fucking. I have a little now. I have a lot, Dean. But I for now. I'm not gonna put this up. I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna submit it, it to you because honestly, it's like you're fucking with me at this point. You know <laughs> when to come in, and you're not doing it. You, I've heard you do such a better rendition of this song, and to debut it in front of everybody in such a shitty fucking way, like you have. Dave is, is Dave is disgusted with you. And it's just, I, it's, I'm fucking ashamed to be a part of this song at this point. I was so proud of it. Don't be on it. I'll make it a fucking solo song. How about that? Yeah, I'll make it a solo song. Here it goes. Don't, Don't be, be fooled, fooled by, by the teeth, teeth that, that I got. got. I'm, I'm just, just, I'm just booey from the block. I just, just had a little a bit. Now I had a lot, but I never forgot where I came from. Big teeth out. Big you teeth. just ruined the whole song. But the Literally, end, we debuted big it, teeth and now out. We're never gonna, now we're never going to do it again. At the end, you have now to go. Never gonna fucking sing but you, if you're going to sing it solo, at the end, you're going to go big teeth yeah, out. Yeah, you can do it. Okay, how about you just do that, and I'll do the song. You can do big teeth out. Don't sing anything else. I'll do backups. Don't do anything. Just do the teeth. You can, You don't even have permission to do the fucking backup at this point. Just do the big teeth at the end. Because I'm going to cut the whole song from the fucking roster that we have now. I'm so proud of this fucking song until you fucked it up. I'll do it. Just do the teeth thing at the end like you're told. You got one fucking line. Here it goes. Don't be fooled by the, the teeth, teeth that, that I got. got. I'm, I'm just, I'm just. I'm done. I'm, I'm leaving the fucking. All right, back. we're I finished. Told you not to do Hold on. Back. Uh, we came, we saw, we conquered. We came, we saw, we disrupted. Uh, Miles Jordan, uh, take us out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real proper. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. End this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real funky. Real so I Am Rapport. We're off beat today. Shut up. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm done. Fuck it.